You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 500. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. All right, guys, RT Podcast 500. 500! Whoop! We're doing something a little different, a little crazy. What are we doing? We're going to have a live animated podcast. I like it was that. It cutting-edge technology. We just figured it out. You're doing a live animated podcast? What does it even mean? It, it means as we're podcasting, the animation department is animating it like live. Right now? In real time, They're, yeah. I'm well, live. I do this. Can I jump real high? Yeah, just jump. And they'll animate you jumping. Woo! See, look. Everything's so much better in animation. I love this. It's awesome. We should do every episode like this. All right. So I guess uh, let's start the podcast. All right. All right, I'm Gus. I'm Bertie. I'm Barbara. Gavin, hold on a second. Are we going to do this for the whole podcast? Yeah, the whole thing. So I feel like an obligation to talk about something really interesting. Oh, did you see the video of the raccoon that got into the bird feeder? Did no. you see that? Yeah, no. he like climbs, like wiggling up the pole. This big fat raccoon. He wiggles <laughs> up. And... Wait a minute. What? Did you see that? Something changed. What's going on? I'm going to try to do the thing again. Hold on. No. What? It doesn't look as good. Barbara tried to jump. Oh. Gavin, sh- quiet. Yes, Gavin, stop interrupting. We're trying to figure this out. Hey, what's happening? We ran out of budget. We're out of budget? What is that? What? Old man Hullum, tightening the purse strings. But, but they knew we were going to do this. It's an hour and a half. How are they going to anime for an hour and a half? Podcast 500. We ran out like five seconds in. We I did- told you, this is not the way animation works. You- Why is it my mouth moving? I don't want to go back to Canada. Why is it my mouth making the words? I don't want to go back to Canada. Guts, can you see my mouth moving? Where's your mouth, dude? Can you hear me? Because my mouth isn't moving when I'm talking. Our bodies aren't moving either. Where's your body? We're just... Uh, what? What do we What do we do then? I don't know. Should we do it live? Barb? Yeah. Gavin, I can tell you want to do it. Yeah, let's yeah. just go do it. Look All right, let's go do it. Yet. Screw it. Let's just go do it live. Forget it. Right before we walked out, I made sure I didn't have my badge on. I'm so it's just like reflex before we go live, checking to make sure. Thank you for that nice round of applause. Please applaud yourselves. You all were the ones dumb enough to stick around for 500 episodes of this goddamn thing. You made it. This 500th episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast. It's embarrassing. Brought to you by Quip and Udemy. We'll talk more about them later. It's too many. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Barbara. I'm Bernie. What do you mean it's too late? I'm Gus. <laughs> you scared me for a second there. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Like time? Like we're, we're back to the it's old way time. Way too many podcasts. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. How, what's a good number for podcasts? 150. 150? Yeah. Cool. Yep. A day? Yeah. That's good. So we lapped it like three times and then some? Hell, it's 500. It's 520 will be 10 years, right? So this is like nine and a half years of podcasting? So this two decades? This December will be 10 years for the podcast, and then next April or May will be 10 years weekly, because we were not weekly. What for are we going to do for the thousands podcast? Eric. <laughs> it's great having a, a producer on the podcast now, because I can just be totally checked out. 
Right, but there's no area of your job now where you're checked in. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Like, it's like, where are you still checked it's, into? It's the best job in the world. The other day we had a, a meeting to discuss, to organize for Podcast 500, and uh, Bernie, uh, Eric, and I were all there. And uh, after a while, I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. And I just walked out. Like The <laughs> meeting wasn't over. I was like, all right, you guys got this. I love seeing you in podcast meetings, too, because like, whenever I see you're in it, I always walk by and you're like this. <laughs> Eric, I think, has done more producing of the podcast in 30 days than you have done in 499 episodes. That's pretty impressive. In this meeting that we had the other day, Gus was literally like this the whole meeting. He's like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I'm leaving. And then he slams his laptop and gets out. We were in the middle of discussing, I think, the fifth minute we, of the podcast, and we were, he was out. We were done. Yeah? Yeah, it was over. We, we had it down. We've done we 499 of these things. We're good. What's... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one of the things, that, so we actually do some stuff, but one of the things I did was Eric and I had a meeting where we had to talk about like, okay, we're going to make this RTAA for Podcast 500, what should we do? So we spitballed a bunch of ideas, and eventually, you know, we saw what we settled on, and uh, we're like, great, let's do it, and right now, right before the podcast started backstage, Gavin asked me, so what's this RTAA about? I wasn't there, where was I? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? You're in it, man. What gave it away that you weren't there? <laughs> I wanted to just do my Gavin impression for the whole thing, but they wouldn't let me. One of the things I've loved about working with this group for 500 Podcasts, and a lot of the faces have changed. We've had people come on and off, but I think we've been... A lot of plastic surgery. Probably. We've been the most consistent group, I think. And one of the things I love about it is that we tried to have a dress rehearsal earlier, and as soon as we sat down, we all just started talking about inane stuff from the week. And I love because backstage, Barbara came, at, came up and asked a ridiculously stupid question, but <laughs> we all treated it with like the weight of like a serious life question. She comes up and she has a look on her face like this. Kevin goes, what's up? She goes, what if my vagina was right here in the front? <laughs> like it wasn't underneath. And Kevin goes, well, let me think about that. <laughs> It'd be I mean, convenient for one position. Yeah, I'm just as invested in that question than any other question, like, what should I wear tonight? It's the same. Yeah, I, mean, I, I that's think it'd be convenient. I think it would, too. For, for only, only this. <laughs> that's it. What are you saying? Like, guys only want one thing, and it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> when it would it be inconvenient? Like, doggy style, or... Yeah, but I feel like if, if the woman had the flexibility... You'd do like downward doggy style with the yoga pose, and then you yeah. still have so access. So she'd be like upside down, basically, like you're, hanging from your dick. You're yeah. only selling this more and more. <laughs> yeah. I, I was indifferent before, now I'm into it. And you, you, Barb, you're stuck on the sexual implications of it. I mean, you could use it like, it's no gravity going this direction anymore, so you can use like a coin purse. You, just, you wouldn't need to carry a bag. Oh, like just stuff like, won't fall out. You keep gum in there, girls always have gum. So you just put that in there. Keep it's true, in there? girl pockets do suck, so. I heard something else entirely. <laughs> it was gum. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Barbara, are you going on record as saying that the vagina was the first poorly designed woman pocket? Is that? <laughs> the fashion industry just took a cue from the vagina and yeah. said, no pockets in anything. Yeah. Why, why were you even thinking about this? Do you have a problem with Trevor? No. Oh, okay. He, he knows where everything is, though. I honestly don't know why I started... Yeah, he knows where everything is. <laughs> I don't know why I started thinking about it. I just, like, for some reason, I had to pull my pants up here, and I was like, huh, what if your vagina was, like, right there? And, like, <laughs> if you have, like, low-rider pants, you have, like, vaginas hanging out there. 
Yeah, like it would be like butt like... crack. You'd have vag crack every now and then. I mean, vaginas, like, if they're hairless, kind of look like miniature butts. Why isn't... <laughs> Why isn't everything the same hole? Because immediately I'm thinking, where should my penis be? Um, and should everything be the mouth? Like, we just have one hole. One hole. You want an out hole. Because the thing is... Some animals have that, right? You want a separate out hole. I want a separate out hole? Yeah. Poop. You don't want to use your mouth to poop as well, do you? Do you? Do I you? I think as long as it bypassed all the taste buds, it would be like. Fine. Wait a minute, let it him talk. Let him talk. Wait, go ahead. I don't want to taste it, but I'm saying if it was like... Well, it's like, like piss, isn't it? It's, what? No, it's like... Through your mouth? It's like the woman's urethra is separate to where the penis goes. But it's all around there. <laughs> but they're the different holes! Yeah, there'll be different holes, but in the same container. <laughs> so, like, you'd open your mouth and You're, there'd be, like, pee like, like, for example, food and air, right? Food and what? Food and air. Yeah. No, but no. also... Separate holes. Yeah, but it, it comes yeah, out Yeah, but you have one. ear holes, too. You want to get rid of those? So like, you're in a conversation, you go, what? <laughs> <laughs> but you're not putting stuff in or taking stuff out of there. There's just more to go wrong when you've got five different holes. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially when you're dating a guy who apparently bangs you in the belly button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's tighter, what could I say? You're kind of winning me over with your uh, logic here, Gavin. I think, I think it's got some promise. I think I'm on board. There's got to be an animal somewhere that just has, it's just like legs in a hole. I, I, I don't think there is. You might be right. We have a, a bartender, right? I'm, I feel compelled to we, ask for something. Oh, ask for something. Something really complicated. No. You had a solid Just no put on that. every single type Can of I get alcohol in there. a beer? Handled with a plum. <laughs> beer can be complicated. Shiner? Or whatever? Whatever. So where would be... Now, I have a oh, follow-up oh, oh. question. Cup. Yeah. I have a follow-up question. Yes. Where would be, A, the most convenient place for a vagina to be, and B, the least convenient place for a vagina to be? I'd say like, the most convenient would be just like at my house. Anywhere. <laughs> think, you know, least, least convenient would have to be like the bottom of your foot. <laughs> you just like, you know. No, then you gotta get like, you know where it's like, how dirty is your foot? I mean. Yeah, I guess if you had to like pee or anything, it's like gotta sit on the bathroom floor and put your leg up in the oh toilet. Oh my god, why, why would you just look down? so weird? You're complicating it if you sit down. I guess you, I, if you just have good lift balance. Your foot <sighs> from a standing position. It's, it's, like, it's gotta be an extreme, right? It's either the bottom of your foot or the top of your head. <laughs> god, I, I would that say would suck. most inconvenient would be like right in the middle of your back. You can't, <laughs> you can't reach it. You can't be sure who's back there ever, you know? You have a lot of faith there. Have a lot of faith. Girls like, would have a lot more tall boyfriends, that's for sure. Yeah. People could swap out, you might not notice. I, I like that you dismissed Barbara's foot bathroom immediately as being ridiculous. Meanwhile, you're shitting out of your mouth in the men's room, like right next door, and you're totally fine with that. Starfish. Oh. No, doesn't oh. it shit out of his mouth? Yes! Got a little, a sure, little shit beak. Surely there's like, in the crowd right now, there's like one marine biologist who's like, that motherfucker better say starfish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's you like, were I'm referring devoted. to a sex position. Oh, no. 
So, hey, Eric, are you back there? You should be. You have a headset. I saw you. You looked very official. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to bring out that nice thing that you made that I was very complimentary of? Worst getting a no. Yeah, no, bring it out. And then we'll, we'll, we'll bring out uh, people to help us eat it. How about that? Can you do that? You don't have it? The thing. With the, the, dress the, rehearsal, folks. Dress rehearsal. We had not the, 10 minutes before you showed up. The, the thing with the thing on it. The thing with the thing on it. You got it. But we do have a special guest. Let's go ahead and bring them out while Eric <laughs> recovers. We gotta wait on that one. Why? We gotta wait a little bit. Oh, we got it? Oh, we got we'll get the treat first. Yeah, we got this. Oh. So Eric made this for us. This is our 500th episode cake. <laughs> and if everyone looks under their chair, you will not find any cake because there's no way to put cake under a chair. This ah. is, I love no matter how high the production value on the Rushi podcast gets, we still brought out the big thing in like a pizza box, yeah. essentially. <laughs> It looks like we just got it from Amazon on the front porch. There's really no flair. Should we slide it off the box? Yeah. I'll take it. Ooh. Oh, damn it. Oh, you got cake on your hand. Is that glued? Put, put the mic down and use two hands, dude. I think it's glued. Someone glued it on. <laughs> <laughs> Wear it like a top hat. Oh, it's, it's tape. Move the box. <laughs> There. Did you ever think you'd reach a point in your life where you present a cake to a theater full of people and they applaud you for it? No. Because I think that Never. might be the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And Gavin, because this is a special anniversary podcast, you can put that in whatever hole you want to. You can just jam it in wherever you. you feel comfortable. Thank you very much. Okay, we're ready for the other thing too, whenever. But uh, are we supposed to just eat this with like our hands? What's that? Yeah, I guess we're doing what? It'll get, get us a fork. fork. One we fork? One fork. <laughs> I mean, even still, even if you cut the smallest slice in the world, it's still a massive slice. That's a really illogical it's like cake. It's a foot tall. So, Gus, you're kind of a germ freak. Yeah. Right? You, you, you put your foot on it. I'm I was not, measuring. I'm, I'm not eating that now. Your vagina's uh, there. It's too close. She got in the gravity of the cake and got the germs on it. No, Gus yeah. won't eat it. It's everywhere. So I was thinking about this because we went out to uh, dinner a couple weeks ago for Gavin's 30th birthday. You He's an old man. You have to say now. it every week. I know, I'd say it. And I was thinking, when you, when you go out and eat with a big group of people, like, you make a big deal about washing your hands and washing your hands before dinner and being clean, and then everybody goes to a full meal, and then they all eat off of the same dessert plate. Oh, yeah. It's like... Is that the most disgusting thing we do on a regular basis, is people eat from each other's dessert plates? People are too sensitive about germs did, in general. Did you I see, think so, too. Did I you see so how too. I did it? No. One, one bite, you're out? I had my spoon, and I, was, I made sure I was the first person to attack it. Got in there, got a, big, got a big scoop of it, and I was like, that's it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, it's like when it's like ice cream, and it starts to melt, and it's like that goopy like germ soup, like that E. coli swamp yeah. that you have on a plate. But it was delicious, and it was a wonderful so, thing. Would you prefer if... They, they gave one dessert, but gave like 90 spoons, so that each spoonful was a different spoon, and there's no germs. I yeah. like that, yeah. That's not decadent in any way whatsoever. Or how about this? Everybody get, get their own goddamn dessert. That's it, you know? Or get little things that everybody can have one of, and that's it. I wish they would serve like a third portion of a dessert. <laughs> like, like I wish that was an option at restaurant, like, because you usually get like an entire slice of cake the or kids whatever maybe. it is, but all I want is like a bite or two. I wish that was an option. A little smidge? Yeah, like get a smidge or a portion of dessert. That's why I like cake balls. You have a cake ball? You ever eat a cake ball, guys? Or donut yeah. holes? It's a cake ball? It's like a ball of cake. It's the most 
It's the least cost-effective way to eat a cake. Not sure I understand. Yeah, but I can't me, bring myself to fucking pay like three dollars for a stupid cake ball. It's like this much cake. Yeah, but a piece of like a nice piece of sushi is probably more expensive than that. Yeah, but you can buy a, a much bigger cake at HEB for like ten dollars. Why would I pay three dollars for this? Should, thank you. Yeah, someone else <laughs> shares my pain here. Should we get an ice cream scoop and just make cake balls? That's a great idea. That's an that's an amazing you know, idea. Speaking of balls. Oh, speaking of balls. We, uh, we have a couple of special. I have an guests. announcement to make. <laughs> I have a couple of special guests I want to show you. <laughs> Gus's balls. Are, are, we, uh, are they back there? So uh, we have a show in the historical archive of Rooster Teeth, a very popular show uh, that once it was unfortunately taken off the air, it became a huge cult favorite, and everybody asked for that show to come back. We recently had a teaser announcing the return of sports balls. So here is the creator of sports ball, Mr. Tyler Coe, and his co-host, Mia Khalifa. Oh, oh thanks. Hi. We don't need you anymore. Oak Forks. What a gentleman. Oh, I got the mic in the pocket like a pro. You're welcome. Again, no flair. All right, give me that knife. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this thing up here. <gasps> You're gonna, it's a real cake. I've it's never, a real cake. No, it's a fake cake, Mia. I've never, heard, <laughs> I've never heard anyone say I'm going to open this up when in referring to cutting a cake. I'm opening the box, cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tip shit. Now shut up while I open the cake. Smallest knife for the biggest cake. Am I gonna wait? I'm not. Oh my god! Wow, that's not Why good. I, you're my, you're my what, purse now. What is this? Like a 14 layer Jesus cake? Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Look at the quiver. Oh my god! Put some muscle into it. Good lord! No, there's wait, like a there's it, like a layer here that's like a piece of wood in here. Oh my god! It's like plywood. It's a nice cake. It's two cakes. Well, oh. why didn't he bring us the knife? <laughs> no! <laughs> cake's fine. Thanks cake's for the fine. cake, Eric. We love it. Eric, do you want the first piece? Did you bake this yourself? Oh, <laughs> you animal! Eric, here's your piece. Oh. There you go, buddy. There you go. There you go. Congratulations, Eric, on 500 podcasts. Started last week. <laughs> So, welcome, sports ball. Yes, thank you. Coming back. Thank you, yes. Uh, I, don't, um, I appreciate you guys having us on. I'm not sure why you had me on, though. You know, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so, I'm not yeah. sure why I'm on we sports had, ball. We had a good run. Well, you guys had a good run. That's it, everybody. All right, pack it up. 500's over. <laughs> that was it? That was it for the podcast. You're done. You're free. You can go. <laughs> you, I tried that one. You've been on the podcast before. I tried. I have. There's and a few shows that cannot be canceled that I'm on. Why uh, didn't you invite him spot. back? Because he didn't and get And hopefully canceled. sports ball. And hopefully sports ball, yes. So what are y'all going to be talking about? I feel like it's a weird time, like the World Cup's winding down at the moment. Like, what are the big things? Oh, I no, mean, th this is the perfect time. Yeah, it is, because we can just talk sh 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 You could say shit. You yeah. can say shit. You can say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you asked me that for always open to. You're like, are we allowed to swear on this I show? I've said yes, anything I go on because I've said it live on the radio before when I'm doing radio interviews. Actually, I think it was the word cunt. Whoa, that's so much worse. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, I, They're not on the same level I, at all. I apologize. I had no idea Whoa. what we were getting into Have here. Have some class. Why'd you the say podcast? Were, were, were you talking about the Yankees? What were you talking about at the probably. time? Probably. Someone yeah. probably brought up the Cowboys. There you go, triggered. the Cowboys. So what happens when you say cunt on the radio, what do the hosts do? They so they have, a, they have a dump button. Right. And they're like, nope, you're good, just don't 
say it again. Really, you got like 15 second buffer, but once they I think hit it's it, seven seconds. then you're live, right? No, it's, 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 no. it's an eight second delay. I actually yeah. used to be that guy that would dump bad words. I used to be a radio producer at ESPN, and so there's like an eight second delay when you screw something up. Yeah, you can yeah. bleep it, or but, like just cut that whole eight seconds. Yeah, like you basically like snip out that eight seconds. Yes, the listener will not hear it. Everybody in the room will know. We all know what happened, but everybody else won't. And they judge you, and God knows what happened When that too. time is cut, are you then live? Like, do yeah, you then use you're the, live, yes, right? Then the delay has to build back up again. Yeah. yeah. How does that work? So then you're saying... I, I don't know. I don't do science. Well, I talk sports. Yeah. Dead air. Sorry, dude. <laughs> so then next time I'm on, I should... I should say like shit, and then as soon as they beep it, just drop follow up a cunt immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. They, they got like that nothing. That is sociopathic, and I love it. <laughs> they got they got no defense. It's like now you know their weakness. Wow. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna ask to go on like a Dallas Cowboys radio station. You're not and do though. That to them. Nope. You're not. You're not gonna do that. We're gonna talk about what you go on. Oh, do I have a? Can I only do sports with Rooster Teeth now? Is that in my contract? No, no. You can. Oh. You just we're we're just gonna talk about who you talk to. Okay. We're just gonna what make sure that we're going all the same on here. Oh They're talking about talking. Yes. So what can they expect? What can people expect from the return of sports um, So they can expect a lot of the same uh, stuff that you liked the original sports ball for. So I'm still going to be a dumbass on the show. You get to enjoy me getting things wrong. Uh, we're still going to have Fuck You, Tyler. So if you guys like that segment, uh, we're going to have Because that. too many people like to hear Fuck You, Mia. <laughs> That's, it's okay. You guys can joke about it. It's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, we're also going to talk about more sports. So like one of the biggest things... Um, uh, about getting Mia that I was really excited about is that she knows so much more about sports than I do, than hockey. most people do. And hockey in particular was such a Bless big you. request. Yeah, people um, were always asking for really. more hockey. Oh, I thought, I was like, I didn't sneeze. <laughs> and Mia is, uh, she's the expert. She knows everything hockey. So I'm excited to have her on for that knowledge. And I, I'm so excited for you guys to get to know Mia. She what? is wonderful. She knows so much about lying. sports. Shh, I'm I'm trying to help us out right now. I'm just here for the cake. I you know, don't have you're to lie. like my least favorite person already. Like we haven't even started the show, and you get on my nerves all the time. But no, she's wonderful. She knows so much. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. So, so, yeah. so why? Tyler did, is a man. Why did you get into hockey? Out of out of Sorry? all sports, why did you get into hockey? So I grew up playing it. I grew okay. I grew up in Maryland, Northeast hockey. Woo! You guys are from Maryland? <laughs> I was gonna ask. Maryland? No. They're just uh, liars. Yeah. I mean, hockey and lacrosse are the two biggest sports up there, I would say. And, I mean, capitals, man. Everybody's, every, yeah! Caps year. It's, it's our year. It was actually our year this year. But, yeah, it's not like I grew up in Texas and I like hockey out of the blue. I'm going to relate this for you, Gus. The capitals, that's the shirt that Pete Hines was wearing when he came out to introduce Fallout 76. That's the sports team. Is that, is that registering you with you? To, that's how you have to level it for is it? Is that registering with you at all? So is, is, is Bernie trying to link does, sports to Gus? Does he think I'm an idiot? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was. Gus, after 500 podcasts, if you're asking that question, the answer is yes. <laughs> can, I get a, can I get a whiskey and coke? Who are you rooting for in the World Cup? So that's a great, uh, great question. So, and you better um, say England. Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Well, now you just ruined it. Yes, it's England. I'm rooting for England. I, I can't. I hope they can, uh, what is it, bring it home? We're yeah, bringing it home. Football's coming, it's coming home. home. It's, it's coming home. home. What does it's that mean, home. by the way? Coming it's coming home. home. Well, like when England hosted the Euros in 1996, the, the chant was like, football's coming home. Because we invented football. It's coming home to England. And when you win football now, if England wins, yeah, they bring football home. I think that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> so it started yeah, we'll as a go with joke it. because England was supposed to be so bad. And well, now like, it actually might be coming home. That's the amazing part about it. They it, have not done well the past couple of World Cups. Can I, uh, can I take off... 
Wednesday so I can watch England lose the World Cup. So do you think they're going to lose? Well, they've got Modric playing. You know, they're a good team. No, oh no, England, England is going to no, be England's Croatia. Winning, yeah. They're going to be Croatia. I feel like yeah. we've seen so many upsets this World Cup. Like, I feel like disproportionately Germany, my number. So I'm not, I would not be surprised to see a Croatia upset of England. No, I, I would. What is the big upset so far? Oh, there's been a ton. Germany, um, Mexico, yeah. Germany Italy, was huge. Brazil, Spain was huge. Canada. Spain. What? Yeah. Like for the host country in Russia to beat Spain, it. I mean, Russia was the lowest ranked yeah. team coming into the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you get to host, uh, your team automatically gets in if you host. They had no business being where they were, and to beat Spain, I mean, Spain, who was the favorite coming into this thing, that was monumental. That was a gigantic I, upset. I didn't expect Russia to get out of the group stage. No, nobody did. Yeah, no. and they, uh, This World they, Cup's been amazing. They got way, way further than uh, I think anyone would give them. And I don't credit. know if it's unpatriotic or patriotic that I was rooting for Russia well, to win. Good for oh, them. I'm always rooting for Russia. That's basically our country, you're, right? You're just, yeah, you're, no, yeah, you're just rooting for the people. Yeah, just rooting for the people, yeah. yeah. I wanted Russia to go all the way. It was weird when they put Putin. Shit, it got silent in there. Maybe it, I shouldn't have said it was, <laughs> it was weird when they put Putin in as goalie. Yeah. I thought it was like really old awesome. choice. Yeah. yeah. Was, Dude, could you imagine trying to score on Putin, though? <laughs> that would be so fucking intimidating. He plays hockey, and whenever he plays, the opposing team is not allowed to check, take a, take a puck from him. Like, they're not allowed to, he's not, he, no one is allowed to take a puck from him while he has it. And no one is, like, the goalie is not allowed to block any of his shots. So oh, the score shit. ends up being, like, 27 to 0.5. Like, <laughs> they almost got a goal, and they'll give them that. That's it's some North like, Korea they, level shit. There's videos on YouTube of him playing with his, like, beer league team. Well, the best thing he ever did, and then I'm going to tell you all league. some in information about sports ball that you need to know. Uh, the greatest thing Putin ever did, sports-wise, is Robert Kraft, owner for the Patriots, oh. came <laughs> over to visit and met with Putin. And so Robert Kraft has a couple of Super Bowl rings, courtesy of Tom Brady. And so he had one of these rings on when he met Putin, and they meet in like a nice presidential hallway or whatever. Putin is flanked by all his bodyguards, and Putin says, can I look at the ring? So he gives him the ring to look at, and Putin takes it, looks at it, and then puts it on his finger, and then just disappears behind his bodyguards. No! Yeah. He just takes it yep. and steals it. That's amazing. And he's never, <laughs> Robert Kraft has never gotten it back, but also he couldn't object like, what are you going to do? Say, do? no, yeah, give me that back or go after it? That's like a I mean, you just order a new <laughs> one in, They were in Russia. They're in <laughs> Russia. Like, your, your ring is gone. You're not getting your <laughs> ring back. That's why Tom had to go win another one for him. That's amazing. Yeah. You ever seen one in person, a uh, Super Bowl ring? Uh, yeah. I have not. I don't think I've seen a Super Bowl ring, but I've seen a championship ring, and they're enormous. Just, yeah. they are... Well, their fingers are so big to begin yes. with. Yeah. Who, who pays for that? Does the individual player have to pay for it, or no, does the team buy it? The team buys it for the team. Yeah, and it's customized yeah. for like they'll they'll have their schedule on there sometimes. There's a number of diamonds, yada yada. But each yada. team has a designer that like goes and like decides what it's going to look like and the placement of the diamonds and the amount. Let's and go colors. back to the big fingers. <laughs> Why do they have big fingers? Because they're like six four and Every, like three hundred pounds. Everything's oh. big. Yeah. Everything's bigger. Everything. It's, a, it's all scaled up. And they're just looking for a girl with a vagina right about here somewhere. Yeah. So, could be your moment, or Barb. In the center of the back. Perfect height. So, big changes to sports ball this time coming back. What's one of the big changes that me. people should know about it? Besides Mia. Besides Mia, you Mia. should know this. You are probably, just look off the top of my head here, you're probably the highest batting average for a guest across anything we've ever done at Rooster Teeth. If you show up really? on a show, we get way, we've already negotiated your salary, right? That's already been done? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, that's locked this? in. That's okay. locked in. We already right. got that. Yeah, so, but seriously, yeah. when you show up on a show, it like, the views on it absolutely soar. It's probably you and Jessica Negri. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not like, 
It's not like James Buckley. That guy's a cunt. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Really, really hates the royal family. <laughs> he does, yeah. Yeah, so when, uh, when is Sports Ball coming back? So Sports Ball is coming back Next the day Monday. after the World Cup final, July 16th. Uh, we are going to be airing right after this program. Uh, Sports Ball is going to come on right after the RT podcast every single Monday is it, uh, for the first season. Is it going to be live or is it It taped? is going to be taped. Okay. Yes. Uh, quick turnaround on the show. I say too many offensive things yeah, for us to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. No, really? We've already run out of our quota of offensive words, so we got to get you all out of here. So thanks so much for coming out. Good seeing you all. <laughs> yeah, good to see you guys. I'm going to get invoiced yeah. by yeah. the FCC. Um, so the biggest thing, though... I was really um, trying to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest change that is coming, actually, with sports, uh, sports Ball, which is really exciting, is you'll notice that we are calling this a Sports Ball Network. Mm -hmm. So Sports Ball is going to have its own channel. It is going to have its own YouTube channel where Sports Ball is going to live. It is also going to be on the Rooster Teeth site. It is not going to be for first members, so if you just want to watch a show, you watch it all on the RT site, you can watch it on YouTube. You'll notice with Sports Ball Network, Sports Ball is not the only show that we're going to have on that channel. So a lot of you are asking, you know, is the OG crew going to be back? You know, what about Jack? What about Jeff? Uh, what, what about, about Game Night? What about Barbara? A lot of those other guys? Yes, every sports fan is wondering where Barbara is. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be coming back. Uh, in what capacity? Uh, you guys are going to have to wait and see. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> what? Keep talking. <laughs> It's, you, you make me laugh. I know I make you laugh. You got me in trouble today. That's another, we'll talk about some other time. Yes, all those people are going to be coming back. There's going to be other shows coming out. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff with this. So like, we're well, really... like a fitness show called Exercise Ball? <laughs> yeah, that's a great that. idea. I, I just I like had that. that right then. Yeah, we, we'll do an exercise Don't show. Don't forget no. to like and subscribe and use code MIACO for 20% off your flat tummy tea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Sports Ball is coming back because you all asked for it. So it's coming back. Coming back on Monday. Be sure to show up and support these guys. Tyler, Mia, good to see you. Thank you for coming Thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. You have a piece of cake, yeah. Uh, I do... Uh, get out of here. I do want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Quip. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong for not long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than using better brushing, but not Quip. What makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of the bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, their subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel whenever you take your teeth. Uh, Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash roosterteeth right now, you get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash roosterteeth. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Quip, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. What is that? What's Thanks. <laughs> so I was, I was working on my technique. It's pretty good. You guys. I got I got asked over the weekend. Um, someone asked me if I needed a sugar baby. It's like. Oh, is that an offer from them? It was an offer from them to be 
my sugar baby. Just a complete stranger? A complete stranger, What's someone I've never seen in my life before. Where were you? I was I was driving down Burnett. Driving? And, oh, let me get let me tell a story. And I saw 7-Eleven and I thought, I could really use a Coke right now. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go into the 7-Eleven, I'm gonna get a soda, and I start pulling up to the parking lot, and there's a, a car with like a bunch of women getting out of it, and I think, I don't wanna park next to them, because I don't, like, don't they're, like, they're all getting out, they're, the, they're, they're like taking up space. they're people. So <laughs> I leave a space and I park in the, in the next space. And I get out of my car and I start walking into the 7-Eleven, and I see that the women are all, that are all getting out of the car are all employees there. And I'm like, oh, that's weird, I, they, must, they must just be doing a shift change or something. And uh, I start walking into the, into the convenience store, and uh, one of the women looks at me, and she looks at my car, and I got my Model 3 recently. She sees the Tesla Model 3, and she goes, are you a doctor or something? <laughs> uh, and I go, nope. <laughs> and I, I keep trying to walk into the store. She goes, well, what do you do? It's like, oh, here we go. I'm like, uh, filmmaker. And I keep trying to walk into the store. She's like, what kind of film? Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Well, uh, ma'am, have you ever wondered what would happen if your vagina was in a different place? <laughs> because that's what I do for a living. So, so I say, comedy. And she's like, oh, okay, your, your car's real nice. You must have a lot of money. And I'm like, nice. Well, I ordered the car two years ago, so I've, I've had advance notice for it. And she goes, yeah, yeah. And she sees she has a dealer tag on. She goes, oh, it's brand new, huh? I go, yep, just got it. She's and really she, up front. And she goes, you need a sugar baby or anything? And I'm like, nope, I don't. Um, totally okay. <laughs> anyway, and I go, anyway, see you later, take care. And she goes, see you later, I'm working right now. And she follows me into the store. <laughs> she works at 7-Eleven? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so then, I'm like, I just gotta get my soda, get it, get it, get it, get my coat, get out of here. So I can't like, believe you still went for the coat. I was already in there, like, I didn't know she worked until, like, she followed me in. I'm like, crap. All right, so I just, like, I get my coke. And then uh, she's you... working at the register. Oh no! <laughs> so I got it. Did you pull out your wallet? It was full of like hundred dollar bills. <laughs> she's looking in. And I walk up to the register. She goes, "Is that all you're getting?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, go ahead. It's on me." And I was like, "Oh boy." Okay, thank you. <laughs> I started to turn around and walked out. I was like, I can never go back to that store again. So I think she just coke. made you her sugar baby. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's the real she's sugar buying baby? Shit. She, she gave me. She gave me a lot of sugar. I think that's what I, if I were you in that position and she, at, like, the first thing she does is ask you what you do, if I were you, I would have been like, I'm a sugar baby. <laughs> Squash that right there. Yeah, so now I know for future reference. Can I get a fork? You didn't find out how, how much it was per month or No, anything? no, no, no. I was like, God, you had a chance and you blew yeah, it. Yeah, you were right in there with. I can, go, I can go back. I can, I can go back to the store and ask her. Was she cute? Um, does that matter? Would you fuck her stomach? She wasn't my type politically correct. I don't know what your type is. <laughs> so I have a, it's funny that you say that where she walked in with you. I, have, I don't want to tell the story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. God damn it. Um, so my shoulder bugs me a little bit. And I go on a fairly regular basis, I go and have my shoulder worked on. I go to a massage therapist and I, and I get a massage. Barbara, they massage my shoulder to fix it. What do they do? They massage it. And, One uh, more time. So I hadn't gone in a while, hadn't gone in like two months. I was going regularly. Then something happened where I, I did a thing where like I had an appointment, then forgot I had an appointment. Did it shut off? And I didn't go, it didn't shut <laughs> off. And because I missed the appointment, I was like embarrassed, so didn't go back at all for like two months. Finally went back, called in, I was on my uh, 
phone in my car. Ugh, fuck. Uh, so <laughs> I, I called in, I called the place. It's just like this club, like it's like you pay 40 bucks a month and they give you one massage a month. Uh, and you go. So I said, I need to make an appointment for this week. And they said, what do you want? Do you want to do deep tissue or like relaxation? I said, I'm working on my shoulders, so I need to do deep tissue. And so they said, okay, well, we have this person, this person, and this person. I said, I'll take this person. His name is Larry. I said, I'll take Larry because I can do it at 3 o'clock. And they were like, okay. They were like, great. What are you laughing about, Gaff? You freaked out that I have a male masseuse? I'm, I'm surprised. I'll be honest. Really? Why? I only know two people named Larry. One is the one who works for a team hunter. The other one's my dad. So. Uh. I'm just I, I was imagining Bobber's yeah. dad. <laughs> but, like, I go to male masseuse because they can usually, they're stronger, no offense, and they can get in deeper and how, harder how on me. So, and then sometimes they let me blow them. So that's the reason I go to a male massage. No big deal. Now I really don't want to tell the rest of the story. <laughs> so, I'm driving, so I make this appointment, and I'm all nervous about missing my appointment again because I missed the last one. So I go... Hey Siri, beep comes up. I say, make an appointment, massage appointment tomorrow at three o'clock with Larry. And she goes, okay, scheduling your appointment tomorrow, massage appointment with Larry. Do you want me to schedule it? I said, yeah, confirm. She goes, okay. <laughs> About an hour later, Larry Herb, Major Nelson from Xbox Live. <laughs> calls me, or emails me. <laughs> and he says, hey Bernie, I got this request for an appointment tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, I have a lot of conflicts at that point in time. <laughs> so I don't think I can make this meeting. I wanted to die. I wanted to die. I was like, I was like praying a meteor was gonna hit the earth and just kill us all. And he was, he took it, you know, he's a very nice, gracious guy, ultra, ultimate professional, right, Gus? Oh, and yeah. he was, he took it in stride. And then I looked later and I was overly embarrassed about it. And he was very like, oh, no, no, no big deal. It happens all the time. Then I looked and thank God, thank God, I looked and it just made the appointment as Mr. Appointment. That's what it was called, because it was Siri and it like didn't understand yeah. me. So you so it left the massage thing off. But it recognized him from my contacts and just mailed so, him and said, Hey, come to this massage. So at, at least it sounds like the story had a happy ending. Oh, hey. oh. I was mortified. I'm absolutely mortified by that. That's such a dangerous feature. Oh, it's, it was, that could have been so much worse. It could have been way worse. What, what's the worst, Larry? It could have been. <laughs> what happened, Larry? It could have been your dad. For, yeah, that would have been hard to explain to my dad. <laughs> yeah, so Bernie wants you to give him a massage or give you a massage. I'm not if quite I had sure. another Larry in my contacts, it probably would ask me to confirm which one, but mm. it's only because I just had him. I'm just confused why you had to specify that it was Larry. <laughs> like, you couldn't just. Schedule an massage yeah, why do you say three? rubs at three? What, like... Eh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll need to think about that, Barb. <laughs> well, just so he knows when he goes to the place, like, who's he meeting with? It reminds him. So how is his firmness? What's that? He, oh, he was great. How, how's the shoulder feeling? It feels better, but it's like, I don't know, I feel like 
it feels better as soon as you get out of there. And then just, I'm old, so it just like, kind of like dries out after a while, and then it just goes all creaky and everything like that. Your dehydrated shoulder. Like, <laughs> do you have that thing where, well, Gus, you have this, like, when you stand up, something on your body is going to pop. Yeah. Like, some joint is going to pop. It's my left leg. It's like, normally my left knee. You guys don't have that, right? I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. God, it's just, I just, like, every time I get up on the couch or something, I just, like, holy cow. No, the, the worst is not that something pops. The worst is that I make a noise. <laughs> anytime I stand or anytime I sit down. Like, when I sit down, it's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, God damn, when did that start? It's just involuntary reflex. I've been noticing, I've been spending a lot more time on planes lately, and I've been noticing that my butt has started going numb if I sit for too long. Mm-hmm. Is that something that happens to everyone, or am I sitting that, wrong? That happens to me only on planes. I feel like the, the cushioning is so thin, and my ass is so bony. The weirdest part, and I think I've talked about this either on Always Open or the podcast before, and ladies, if you've had this before, when part of your vagina goes numb, right? But it's like only half of it. It's never the full thing. Like side to side or front to back Like half? side to side. Oh, okay. So you're like talking just vulva, like just lab. It's usually, yeah, just like, uh, like one of the lips. <laughs> Hard to explain. So your vag looks like this, it's like... <laughs> it like just had a tooth pulled at the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I wonder if that would be a turnoff as a guy, if you, if you were just delving down there and one side had had a stroke. Oh. <laughs> like, what would you... It's a lot better than finding a tooth, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> that, that would be the turnoff. Hey, so I want to do something, but before I do that, I want to, I want to seed something in y'all's head. So this is the 500th Rooster Teeth podcast. That's a We've lot of podcasts. 500 of these things. And over the course of 500 podcasts, we said a lot of things. Nah. We said a lot, we said a lot of things a couple of different times. It's like 30 days nonstop of podcast. Yeah, what was it? Eric had the number Seven, for us. 30 and a half days. Yeah. It's, uh, it's basically... March, almost, is what we had. We I said, we, we should start a podcast challenge. What's that? Have, see if anybody can listen to all 500 episodes without sleeping. Oh, God. Like, nonstop, no, back to back to back to back. That's literally impossible. No, don't, no. We, don't got the, we got the Tide Pod Challenge, run out the RT Podcast Challenge. <laughs> We're going to bring Ezra on a little bit later, but actually, I think one of the only things that's ever been shut down by legal, said you absolutely can't do this, was for day five, season two, I wanted to have a contest with two people from the community to see if they could stay awake with medical supervision for five days. And legal was like, there's no fucking way you're gonna do that. And I was proving that like the research we did for day five, there was a kid in the 60s who stayed awake for 11 days. He's actually referenced in the show. And I said, so yeah, it can totally be done. They're like, no, it will, we're not doing that. You have will they, kill someone. Have they Probably. never heard of a waiver? You just sign that, you're good. Yeah, we should try the waiver. That's a good idea. I mean, you make me sign them all the time. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. That's true. That's true. Upon meeting people, just make them sign it. So, because this is 500 Podcasts, I thought it would be a great idea if we look back over those 500 episodes and we choose three different moments for each of us. So, each of us tonight gets a clarification. You can clarify some point that you made over the course of all these episodes uh -huh. that you didn't come across correctly on, and you thought later, oh, I should have said this or I should have said that. Clarify one thing. Uh, you can have your I was right moment, the moment that you were proven right sometime in the last nine and a half years, 
And then we're going to give each of us a retraction that we all had bad moments on the podcast. We're going to choose the moment that we can just say, that moment didn't happen. It is retracted. And we will never mention it again. But so like us and the audience? Sure. Yeah, can they can't mention, mention it again. Y'all are on the hook, too. Good luck with that. <laughs> all right. So be thinking about that. Okay. okay. Be back thinking about that. Let it percolate. Okay. So we'll come back to that later yeah. in the show. In the meantime, though. One of the most popular things we've done over the last 500 episodes. Audible gasps. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed when we introduce the rest of the show as a clip show. <laughs> oh, are we counting that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's just going to be us Could repeating be our, our favorite retraction? stories. That's it. We're just going to repeat stories, so it'll be like the last 499 episodes as well when we repeated stories nonstop. One of our favorite things we've done over the last 500 episodes is we have played a game in which we have pitted Young Gavin Free against the juggernaut search engine known as Google.com in a game we like to call Gavin or Google. Do you guys want to play? All right. Gavin or Google, Google, Google or Gavin, Gavin. which, which one, said one said it? Said Let's, it. Find, out. Let's hey, find out. Hey, I'm feeling, I'm feeling lucky. All right. That was really loud. If you have never played Gavin or Google before, the way we play the game is I take a two to four word phrase and I type it into the search engine Google and I find the most ridiculous autocomplete uh, based on searches that people have made using that term. I then take that same two to four word phrase, I give it to Gavin Free, and we try to figure out who said it. Gavin or Google? Bing. Are you ready to play? Gus yes. and Barbara. Yeah. I'm just gonna, for, for the sake of this, we're gonna wipe the record clean. This is for everything. Wipe, wipe, wipe. This is for- But I've won so many. I know, but that doesn't count. This, this takes the first 500 podcasts. Throws them out. The whole trophy. Okay. This is the World so this Cup. this is for the next 500. This is. All right. <laughs> okay. It's always hard, hard to figure out which one to read first. All right. Which one said this? Gavin or Google? Why does a dog having sex with your leg not break the law, but if you jerk the dog off, it does? Can I, can I, can I, can I get a repeat on that? Wait, what, what's the phrase you put into Google? What's the, what? The, the, oh, oh, sorry. The phrase that I put in, why does a dog? Okay. Why does a dog? Everyone, it's, why does a dog? I said dog like my mother. Dog. dog. <laughs> Stay away from that dog, Michael. It's going to bite you. <laughs> All right. So either Gavin or Google said, why does a dog having sex with your leg not break the law, but jerking off the dog does? <laughs> does jerking off a dog break the law? Uh, yeah, Gus. Hey, Eric, next week we need a dog for the podcast. What's hey, this? Two of them. Can its vagina be right about here? All right. Uh, then the other phrase for why does a dog, why does a dog eat its own throw up, but it won't eat mine? Barbara, do you want to go first? Which one was Gavin and which one was Google? Can I say both of them are Gavin? <laughs> um, Will a dog not eat human vomit? I w I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say the, the jerking off one is Gavin. Gus? Oh, that's convenient, because I think the vomit one is Gavin. Barbara Dunkelman gets a point. That was Gavin. <laughs> Explain. Explain. I mean, it's the same outcome. Like, <laughs> one of them is illegal. The results are the same. I think one same. is active and one is passive, though. I, I can't believe that there would be a law about that. I thought uh, we lived in a... I'm just guessing. Like, small government state. They, I don't, I, they don't need them regulating my life. Here's I actually don't even know how you would jerk off a dog. Do you, do you help it get to Red Rocket, or do you help it once Red Rocket wow. is achieved? I'd I, don't, I don't have a dog. I don't really know how any of that works. Hey, Gus, I have your candidate for a retraction whenever <laughs> you want it. I'm curious, that's all. I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. Hey, no. Here's what I'm learning. He said the end result is the same. I'm learning that Gavin has had dogs hump his leg to completion. I've never had is that happen. That... I, assume, I assume if you don't kick them off, that's what they do. They'll finish? Yeah, don't they finish? I don't know, Gavin. Has anyone had a dog finish on their leg sleeves? You don't have to answer that. You paid to be here. You don't have to answer that. Normally, you'll even get like a joke hand raise. There was none. <laughs> yeah, this guy put his thumbs up. I think it was a thumb. I'm not sure. It was something that went up. Is this the proudest moment of your life right now? <laughs> Can that guy sign a waiver, please? <laughs> okay. Okay. What, was it any different to when you jerked off the dog? Uh. We've got to find out. It's a family show. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, so Barbara has one point. Gus has the big goose egg. Next thing I entered into was... <clears throat> Gosh, which one should I pick? Okay. <laughs> can people, can people, dot, dot, dot. One asked, can people produce any other liquids while lactating? <laughs> Orange juice? I should have that wrong. Can people produce any other drinks while lactating? <laughs> drinks. Okay. That significantly changes it's a that huge, answer. Huge difference. <laughs> and the other one was slightly more simple. Can people get fleas? <laughs> can people get fleas? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, of course people can get fleas. When did you have fleas? <laughs> you jerked off a dog. <laughs> And that's why there's a law. Because <laughs> of fleas. Of fleas. All right, Gus, since you're behind, which one is Gavin? Which one was Google? I think the lactating one was Gavin. Barb? I was going to say the same thing because of specifically the word drinks. I guess I went back and reread it and it's drinks? Yeah. The fact that he said drinks, I absolutely know that's Gavin. So, the score is not going to change here. Barbara's still going to be leading by a point. But what if it was Bev's? <laughs> <laughs> you each get a point. That was Gavin. So, can, a, hu can a human ever make any other drink? Well, if, I assume at some point it's water, and then something else gets added to it to make it milkier. I don't know what so the actual you, you, milk you, you think like, that the, uh, a woman's breast is like a compartment of powdered milk and a <laughs> compartment like of water milk. that gets like mushed together in the well, nipple okay. at the last second? At some point, it's just water, right? And the body makes it milk. Is it? It must be. I don't think that's the way it works. Is it not? No. 
I was thinking maybe one day water would just come out. Possibly. I, I don't think that's possible. All right. We've all learned a lot. We. <laughs> I just got Becca. I'll get back to it. Becca just texted me something here, though. She said, did we ever talk about Australia being upside down with Becca? We I have talked about it being... Me. Maybe she's suggesting that that's what I should retract. You should retract no, that. No, fuck you. I was right. That's my I was right moment. No. Australia's not upside down. Fuck off. It's the rules. All right. Last question. Unless you guys have a tie. God, there's so many stupid ones on Who here. Who is this? In chat, Grimview says, that's called sweat, Gavin. <laughs> but that's salt water. From the you nipples. can't drink salt water. Yeah. I beg to differ. All right. Just put a cup well, right, right up to my let's armpit. Let's do that. Uh, <laughs> this is, did we go? Did we go? Did we go? One, one of the groups asked, did we go to war last night? <laughs> what a horrible world we live in. The other asked, did we go to the moon when it was full? I mean, I could kind of see the logic behind that. Like, what phase of the moon did we see on Earth? Like, could we have looked in a telescope and seen them? Yeah, like, I could see the collective humanity being dumb enough to ask that question. That's an interesting one. Man. Who has to go first? I'm going to let you go first because you're behind. But eh, Barbara should go first. That way she just can't choose your answer. Anymore. Okay, Barbara. Barbara, you got to go first. Fuck. It's a very official game. See, what I do, this is the process for Gavin or Google. I listen to both answers in Gavin's voice. <laughs> and I figure out which one sounds more like him. Did we go to war last night? Accurate. Accurate. Oh. Did we go to the moon when it was full? <laughs> the moon was waxing crescent when we landed on it for the first time. <laughs> What's waxing? Where you see that tiny little sliver it's the of opposite moon on of the waiting, right side. Right? Yes. I... Wax on Wayne off? Is that what it is? Yes. Is that what they said? All right. So oh. wax is right and Wayne is left? Yes. This Got one, it. This one's hard. Uh, I'm going to say the did we go to war last night was Gavin. Guess what would you like to say? <sighs> I'm going to say the moon one was Gavin just to mix it up here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a tie. Oh, shit. I could see why, on the, like, that's a, that, I felt like that's a classic Gavin misdirect, where you look at the question on its surface, and it seems absolutely stupid, but there is a rationale behind it. Well, I was thinking it'd be better publicity if it was full, because mm -hmm. more people are looking at the moon when it's full. Right. You don't really notice it was, the moon. When, when we landed on it, it was only 4% visible. Yeah. Hmm. I, th I think that's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a tiebreaker question? So do they land in the dark? We do. <laughs> Like, what time was it on the moon when they landed? <laughs> was it day or night? Why don't I know these things? Gavin, it has to be night because the moon is out. <laughs> Think about it. It's always night on the moon. <laughs> they had no moonlight to light the way either, so it's just pitch black. Yeah, it's hard when you're on the moon. <laughs> All right, we have a tiebreaker. And so, just going to this tiebreaker, Barbara, I hope you're okay with this. 
You guys have to choose a different answer, and I'm going to allow Gus to go first because he has the most appearances on the podcast and has done a effectively mediocre job over the course of 500 episodes of producing the podcast. Yep. How... Is this the show we've done with the most episodes? It is, right? Uh, what about Red versus Blue? No, but no. Red vs. Blue isn't weekly. Oh, true, no. true, true. Yeah, I mean, we started the podcast much later. Yeah, but it's probably, it's probably this. I think RTAA this, is... This RTAA would be the second longest, and that's right derivative. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Whatever that's worth. Good for us. See, aim your sights for mediocrity. That's the secret to longevity. That's, that's not a real word, and I just fucked it up, but <laughs> I'm going to stand by it. That's why you're mediocre. That's, that's why you're mediocre. I think the lesson to be learned there is you can't get canceled on the internet. Unless you're Tyler. <laughs> even, if, even if Mia right. Khalifa comes out and says awful once. things. All right. I, I've uh, never met her before okay. tonight. Either. So this is our last one. This is for the championship, the World Cup of Gavin or Google. <laughs> the phrase is, how much? How much? How much house? <laughs> is too much house. <laughs> How much house is too much house? The other is, how much is a human body worth if sold by parts? <laughs> How much is the human body worth if sold in parts? I do like that the, whoever submitted that, whether it's Gavin or somebody on Google, knows how much the body's worth on it. Like, it's all. <laughs> Total. They just want to break down. All right. Gus, you get to go first. No pressure. Lots of pressure. Are you feeling pressure? I feel a lot of pressure. There's pressure. I'm going to go me. with... How the body parts is Gavin. Thank God. I was going to go the house is Gavin. How much house is too much house? You were, is that where you were headed anyway? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit. Your champion is Mr. Gus Zirola. Wow. Hey, look at this. <laughs> I didn't know there was a medal. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. It's so harsh. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the whole game right there. That looks terrible in the wide, by the way. <laughs> Putting white hoods on me. <laughs> so when we, that was actually part, of, I think this is the part of the meeting where Gus left, was we were talking about the dunce cap, and we got into the debate of whether or not a dunce cap was ever actually used, or if it was just something that somebody at some point made up. And we looked up photos, and you're right. It does look like they're training early Klansmen because they're all yeah. like photos from the 20s, and they're little kids. Are they white the... too? Yeah, I think only white kids could go to school back then. I don't know. It's a long the time hats. ago. <laughs> oh, the hats are white. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? It's not me. It's the country. Y'all live here, too. <laughs> I felt like, uh, yeah, like I, I, I always wondered if it was just like a cartoon thing, if it was a real thing that actually happened. And, you know, I looked it up, and you can find, like, historic photos of children in classrooms wearing dunce caps. It's like, 
that was really a thing. Could you imagine doing that to a kid today? You put them in the corner yeah. and put a dummy hat on them? When, when I was in second grade, if our teacher caught you chewing gum, she would make you put it on your nose for the rest of the day. Yep. And if she caught you talking in class when you weren't supposed to be talking, she would duct tape your mouth shut. There was a teacher who didn't let one of my classmates go to the bathroom when we were in the second grade, so she sent him to the corner because he was complaining too much, and he shat himself in the corner. Oh my god. Uh. Did she feel terrible about that? I don't know. Yeah. We did. <laughs> yeah. Classroom smelled like shit for the next four it's, weeks. Honestly, it's probably one of the most important events in that person's life. Yeah. I mean, really, oh, you would yeah. think about that forever. Well, luckily, I mean, I remember it. it's much easier to learn nowadays thanks to the internet. And I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rich Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Udemy. Udemy is the largest and most accessible online learning marketplace with the most courses, teachers, and opportunities for students everywhere around the globe. With over 65,000 courses, Udemy is the largest space for online learning. Uh, I just started taking a Photoshop class today. I decided that's it. I'm done being terrible at Photoshop. I saw they had one, so uh, I'm going to get through it. We'll see. Uh, maybe I'll make something. We, I'll, I'll see if I can make something good when I'm done. Uh, Udemy has something for everyone, and you can access new knowledge wherever you are on your phone, tablet, or computer. Uh, you guys need to check out Udemy. They've helped students all over the world improve their skills, their careers, and their lives, and they've helped us set up this exclusive offer for our audience. You go to ude.my slash rt. Right now, get 90% off when you sign up for classes. You'll not find a better price, so sign up for classes now using link ude.my slash rt. Get access to life-changing classes for 90% off. Make sure you download their app for your phone so you can stream your studies wherever you are. That's ude.my slash rt, ude.my slash rt. Thank you, Udemy, for sponsoring this episode of the Rich Teeth Podcast. Thank you. Hi. I'm going to... I'm gonna walk up to the bar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bev. Do Ooh. they have? Uh, do you think they have typing on there? Why? Do you, I still can't type. You still can't type? I know. Do you still yeah. do fingers? Yep. Do, 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 do. Two fingers on each hand and my thumbs. I realize oh. I don't use my pinky to type at all. I just kind of hold it out awkwardly, like it's trying to escape the rest of my fingers. Did you take a typing class? Mm-mm. Did you? No. So you guys just taught yourselves how to type. Well, so I, I looked know. at how many fingers I have. I looked at how many keys there were, and I thought, I can spread this out. Well, how, do you, like, how do you run in PUBG? What, Gavin, that's like saying you learned a language by counting the number of words. I mean, it's like, what, how does that help? Learn, typing is a skill. Okay, let me ask you this. Why don't you type with just one finger? Because I have ten. <laughs> that's what I'm saying! Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I have ten fingers, but which key goes for which finger? That's a whole thing. Does it matter I, unless, like, you could just do it? So you just I, taught yourself to type. I, I, I mean, I can type. I can't believe you still can't type. We used to make fun of you for this in season one. We would yeah. watch you sitting there writing the scripts. You'd be like, oh, my God, are you really doing this with two fingers? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. How are you holding that microphone right now? <laughs> you, you're nailing it. Or did you just pick up the damn microphone? Because that's instinct. Gavin, this isn't a weird thing. People learn how to type. It's a thing that people actually... Did you take a typing class? I took a typing class. G I raise mean... <laughs> raise your hand if you're under the age of 50 and you took a typing class. 
Oh, that's oh, a lot of people. Is it an American thing? Is it an American uh, thing? It's like the entire <laughs> Every audience. Every single person in the room for the hand. That was like 90% of them. Yeah. My, my argument fell apart. I'm amazed. Every, everyone else who didn't raise their hand can't fucking type. Wait, wait. I'm curious. If, if you did not raise your hand, can you raise your hand now? Right, but you can still <laughs> type, right? Everyone can type. It's a waste of time. It, in the end, if you think about it, you end up well. saving more time if you can type quickly over the course of your life because you get through your typing a lot more Who says you can't quickly. type quickly if you didn't take a class, though? Uh, you can definitely type more quickly if you've taken a class. All right, teach me something from your typing class. <laughs> <laughs> teach me something I don't know about typing. It's not that. It's, it's, it's just you... practice and repetition and well, muscle memory. I've done memory. that. I was on your website when I was 14. Yeah, but I'm sure I can still type faster than you. Yeah. Are we going to have a type off? Yeah. I will destroy you. Are we going to do the type off before or after the office suck off? <laughs> Which we have yet to do. <laughs> You've heard me on that mechanical keyboard before. You know I can tear it up. <laughs> well, congratulations, Gus. I am over here trying to think of something that would be more boring than a typing contest. <laughs> and I literally can't think of it. 500 episodes, people are still listening. <laughs> also, I hate looking over and seeing you in that medal. I don't know why. Feels like we just had a spelling bee or something. Or so, math camp. <laughs> so for everything you do, you took a class? Not everything, Gavin. It's a normal thing to learn to type. It's a, did, you, did you learn how to write, Gavin? Yeah. How'd you do that? Well, because I actually had to learn letters, like learn language and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was taught that. So you've already passed the first day of typing class where they teach you the letters. <laughs> you're, you're way ahead. Do you I know the numbers think... too? Because that's day two. <laughs> right, coming what? from the guy who doesn't want to use 24 hours because it's too, what, it's too hard to do maths? It's too hard to add 12 to a number? No, I'm fine with it. I just don't want to use it because I'm American. And this okay. is our way superior. That's it. That's fair. Hey, yeah, I'm in your country. Well, listen, I, I was, we were just talking about go, taking the trip over for Arctic London, going to over London. It's in London. Is and, it that uh, way? We were talking about how it's left-hand drive, but uh, I was talking with somebody who went from Ireland to Northern Ireland, and the only way they knew that they had changed countries, they were expecting like a checkpoint or something like that, but the only way they knew they had changed countries was they went from kilometers in Ireland, two miles and miles per hour in the UK. So you guys just choose whatever you want, basically. You guys use miles per hour in the UK? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought they would have been kilometers. Yeah. I'll admit, it's a mess over there. We don't, <laughs> we don't know what to choose from. So is Bre Brexit's not gonna happen, right? Oh, it's definitely happening. Is it? Yeah. Who's the dude who just resigned? Boris Johnson resigned because the Brexit's not gonna, this is the political portion of the podcast. Theresa May's Brexit outline was not hard enough. It was a, she's aiming for a soft Brexit, not a hard Brexit, so three ministers have resigned in protest over that. How soft do you like your Brexit? <laughs> I, like, I like my Brexit over easy. I like a full English Brexit. <laughs> so you'd get along with Boris Johnson then? Do you like a deep tissue Brexit? Only <laughs> <laughs> if a dude gives it to me. Everyone has made a pun except me in this podcast. <laughs> Don't make that joke, because then Major Nelson will write me and say, why am I leaving the EU? <laughs> Do you want to do your first clarification or retraction? Or oh, okay, let me pull up. I, I had time to prepare this, so I actually have mine written down. 
Yeah, what, Bernie what suggested we do this about five minutes before the live show, and I'm like, cool. Well, you Let me just have you thought you were? I've perfect. got mine. I know. I'm all over it. I have two out of the three. Oh, I got my clarification. Okay, go. I want to clarify something. I just want to clear. I want to clarify two things. You get one. <sighs> Bitch. Well. Do you want me to clarify yours for no, you? No, I'm just saying, if I could do two, I would have said I, I wasn't pooping in the room when Joel was taking the shower. I was only peeing. And I was, I would, but I'm not going to say that because <laughs> I want to say this one instead. You make a game and you break the rules. So, on the, uh, the story that became an RTAA, where we were at Michael and Lindsay's wedding, and I convinced Monty that he could cut the cake while they were out taking pictures. And then Monty went, oh, he's like, I'm so hungry. And I said, well, Monty, that's why the cake is sitting out right there. It's like, just go get yourself pizza. He goes, yeah, but nobody else has got any cake yet. I go, yeah, but they're just waiting. Just go ahead and do it, dude. I go, I'll, I'll go up with you. I'll get a piece too. And then of course, when he started walking, I like just hung back like, oh my God. And he got the knife and Sheena, his wife was like, what, you're insane. What are you doing? I want to clarify. I would have never let Monty cut the cake, actually. I would have just seen how close Monty was gonna come to actually cutting the you cake. You don't know how fast he could have chopped that with a knife. He is quick, he was quick, yeah. It's like Brandon touching the wire. Yeah. Anime eyes. <laughs> so, I would have, to clarify, I would not have let Monty cut the cake at Michael and Lindsay's wedding. I swear I would not have. Fair enough. People were very offended that I, I was. I, I don't have a clarification, but I have a I was right moment. I bet you do. Shocking. <laughs> the iPhone 4S came out with only one model. That's not true. There were multiple models. This has been proven wrong. There was only one 4S. Oh, yeah. Well, my, my I was right was you can't buy fucking butter in one stick. You, can. you absolutely can't. We've been looking for a year and a half, and nobody's found it. People tweet it to you all the time. It's the fucking garlic butter. They've also it's tweeted normal spray. butter. No, no. You, I was right. Hey, hey, guess what? I was right about that. That's the rules. It's going to kill me. All right. I was right. All right. Well, I have a retraction. Oh. Okay. Like, so I can basically erase this from history, right? Yes. We can't ever bring it up again. I never said headlight fluid. <laughs> Barbara, do you have a retraction? I don't know if I could top that one. I, I, have, I have a serious retraction. It's something that's been bothering me for literally five and a half years. You all know what it is. Uh, on one of the, like, the, the first year I was on the RT podcast, I was very nervous all the time, and I would say a lot of really, really stupid, incompetent shit. Um, and one of the things I talked about was Twitter and how people, I don't understand why people who don't have a lot of followers tweet. <laughs> I explained that so badly, um, and I just want to retract that from history forever and always, and no one is ever allowed to reference <laughs> that conversation ever again because I was a fucking idiot. All Thank right, you. it's gone. <laughs> it's deleted from the internet. Thank you, I, please. In I, that vein, I just want to say, I would not have molested the kid. I really... <laughs> I would like to retract that statement. That I was gonna go into the public bathroom and molest the kid? That was just a joke. I, I wanna, I I wanna retract that forever. I wanna retract the discussion about airplanes on treadmills. Like the I, whole... don't, I don't ever wanna talk about Please don't. an airplane Please on a that. treadmill ever again. What did you say that? I... No, no, nothing, I didn't say anything. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> 
I have a I was right moment. All right. It is perfectly fucking normal to pee in the shower. It is. Apparently. Barbara's right. Yep. In 2012, we went to a movie premiere and we were brushed by Donald Trump. We were. As we walked in. And right after that happened, I said some things about Donald Trump. I said that he just makes shit up and he lies all the time. And I was right. <laughs> all right, any clarifications or anything like that? I think I speak very clearly. I don't need to clarify anything. <laughs> That's fair. There was also two iPhones. I just want to be palms? sure we're all on the same page. There were, no, there were not two iPhone 4S's. We were talking about the 4S. I was right. There was two. If I'm giving you butter, you better give me this one. <laughs> All right. Fair play. Fair play. All right. That's our clarifications. Uh, you want to bring out our other guest? Sure. Why not? Yeah. So, um, as I said at the top of the podcast, uh, we're going to bring out Mr. Ezra Cooper. Steen, Ezra, why don't you come on out? Ezra is the president hey. of Rooster Teeth. Yo. Should I sit here? Just, uh, you know, one of the things we uh, mentioned on the podcast a while ago, and we haven't talked about it since, is that you and, you and Matt have been talking about doing, a, like, for first members, doing, like, a behind-the-scenes a business thing. Because you were in the vlog I did that was all about, like, what Rooster Teeth is like as a business. And people just love that vlog, and they just want to see more of that stuff. Yeah, how yeah. does it make money? <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out. It's all YouTube. Um... Do we have enough time? No. Um, no, do you have yeah, enough time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's something that, that I'm passionate about. I know Matt is too, but, um, you know, Rooster Teeth has such a, um, this vibrant community, and it's really important, I think, for us to, like, demystify what this business is. <laughs> and so how can we pull back the curtain a little bit? How can we talk about some of the things that we do that are really, you know, business decisions but impact every single person who enjoys and loves Rooster Teeth, who's been with us for years and years and years, how can we explain a little bit deeper what the decision-making is, how it impacts the business, and uh, you know, ultimately how it impacts you know, the, the community? And I think that's, you know, it's probably not gonna be the most watched show that we ever make, but I think it's an important one for us to do. And Just get me a Khalifa on there. Yeah. That, I heard that gets a high hit rate, yeah. so. <laughs> Got high batting average. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's something that uh, you know that we're Matt and I are going to end up doing um, soon, and uh, uh, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. So I mean, it was obviously when we did the whole thing with full screen, there was a lot of trepidation. I think, and people were like, "Oh shit!" They were trying to figure out all the ways that this could go wrong. But really, you know, going back to that point in time, which is like 2011, uh, Matt and I were thinking about the way the world was kind of changing around us. For a lot of times, Gus, we felt like we were kind of operating in plain sight as a yeah. company. And nobody was really paying attention to us, and we're like, we just kind of had our business model like wide out in the open, but everyone else was doing like all this weird stuff, you know, like going all in on YouTube or, you know, building their whole presence on Facebook and stuff like that. And uh, so about 2011, when things really started changing, was when everyone really started to discover uh, the digital video online world. And Netflix was like a big push in that direction. And so Matt and I were thinking, okay, you know, we were a huge part of the first chapter of online video as an industry. We wanted to be, make sure we were part of the next chapter. And so we realized we're gonna have to go out and get some investment, like a traditional business. We're gonna have to go do that. And we knew two things were gonna happen when we did that. We knew that the moment we took a single dollar, 
people were going to ask us to uh, go out and start an MCN, which that was a big thing at the time. If you know what an MCN is, it's basically like a multi-channel network, like Machinima, you know. Uh, they gathered up a bunch of channels and put them in a big network. Um, I mean, a big one, like 50,000 different channels. And uh, we also knew that they would ask us to find a management team, people who would run a more traditional business and a media company. And so, looking down the road at that, we started, you know, that whole process, and then we met Ezra and George, the CEO of Fullscreen, and Ezra was the president of Fullscreen at the time. We thought, if we could hire two guys like this, if we could manage to make that happen, these are the kind of guys that we would want to find. So it just made sense for us to do that deal with Fullscreen, especially because y'all already had an, an MCN that was, that is 80,000 channel partners, right? It was big, yeah. yeah. It was really big. So we were like, you know, to rooster teeth, we were like, let's not do that because that's what we already know how to do. Um, and I mean, going back to, to why, you know, for us, looking on the other side of the table, um, you know, we, you guys were doing something and had something that was so intrinsically valuable, so cool, so, so different. So something that was, you know, the MCN, we realized, was actually quite easy to build. Like what Rooster Teeth was, was something that was like super hard to build. It was like really amazing content and this huge global community of people that loved it. And like that was exciting for us. So for us, we didn't need you to build the MCN. Yeah, and then Ezra was, being the president of Fullscreen, was working on a regular basis and basically said one day, it's like, I just like what you guys are doing. Uh, we had a long talk about it. Now Ezra became the president of uh, Rooster Teeth and has moved from LA and moved his whole family. Now he lives in Austin, Texas with us every single day of the week. So, so I saw awesome. <laughs> well, I, I saw a comment in chat. Someone wanted to ask you a question. I'm looking at the chat here on the live stream. And uh, Zolgood93 asked, did full screen acquire Rooster Teeth just so you get a job here? <laughs> yeah, I like that strategy. If you want a job at Rooster Teeth, just buy the company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, in some ways, actually, I, we bought Rooster Teeth so I could be on the Rooster Teeth podcast. There you so, go. Yeah. Um, so this has all worked out for me. No, it's funny. Do you quit after this? Is that done? Yeah, I'm done. done. No, it's funny because when you, when you kind of, I mean, I've been involved with Rooster Teeth not you know, since I became president, but really for the last over three years, uh, for the first couple of years, every single week I'd fly back and forth between LA and Austin, and then uh, moved out here full time in November of this of last year. But you know, when you join Rooster Teeth, there's kind of this like this undercurrent of like people say like you know, hey, you should not try to be on shows and like don't be like you know, it, that's kind of like a, a thing that you don't want to necessarily do. Takes so, over your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like. Um, you know, I was like, okay, like, you know, I'll stay in the, in the business side of this thing. And so it's, it's actually really fun to finally, like, sort of step out of the shadows and, you know, I'm no longer going to be part of the business. I'm just going to be, like, full talent. So like, You'll regret let's it. Do, let's, let's do this thing. <laughs> so we're looking for a new president now. Yeah. Just as long as you don't take over my role on Ruby, I'm okay. I was actually going to go for Always Open. But <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think, too, it's like uh, a lot of times it's, uh, when I read audience reaction stuff, they always attribute kind of the negative stuff that we do to full screen sometimes. It's not, not the case in a lot of, a lot of cases. Like I, I, want, I want to talk about a negative thing after you get through this. Oh, really? Okay. But it's like, it's like as one of the things I've always loved is you, since you've come on, sort of, we started working together, you kind of pushed us in directions that we wouldn't have gone before. Um, like, I'm sure you'll correct me and say you're not fully responsible for these, but I give you full credit for the double gold box. Like, that was an idea that came about because you were trying to figure out a way to make, uh, you know, more valuable for people to be top-level subscribers. And then you were also the person behind the lifestyle shirts, the barber shirts and the Jeff shirts. Like, you really wanted to do, do those yeah. things, and we just yeah. wouldn't have done those. Yeah. 
I mean, I always wanted to be a fashion designer. Through, like, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing watching you interact with Jeff, uh, getting, that, getting that product launched initially. Yeah. I was like, hey, Jeff, um, I like that shirt you're wearing. Is that a Rooster Teeth shirt? He's like, no, no, it's just like, you know, whatever website it was from, I like it. And it's just a white and black shirt. I'm like, that should be a Rooster Teeth shirt. Let's, let's just go do that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, looking at me and kind of looked, I looked at him and I kind of stared a little deeper at him and a little deeper <laughs> and a little deeper into his soul. And then he was like, yeah, yeah, we should probably do that. So, <laughs> That's kind of how the whole, like, Jeff line thing started. Yeah, but, and because um, of that, then I got to do a line, yeah, too. So yeah, thank that's you been, for staring been, at Jeff too no, it's much. Been, that's been fun. Um, well, it's one of those things. It's like sometimes you need that push from the outside. I mean, like, we would never do that. Like, we would never – previously, we wouldn't have – like, going to Jeff and saying, hey, we're going to make a line of shirts, and we're going to call it the Jeff shirts. He'd be like, no, we're not going to put my name on a shirt like a – like I'm a fashion yeah. designer or something like that. Yeah. But Ezra, like, yeah, no, people would like this. They, they, yeah. they, they like your style and they like what you're doing. Barb, you know, people look up to the, you know, your audience from Always Open. Really With Jeff, you. you know, it's just kind of like, you gotta um, hit the right point in like the Jeff ego. You know, you gotta be like, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, Michael Jordan has his own brand of sneakers, <laughs> so, you know. No, he, uh, it, it's fun working with him. He's so creative and so smart and, um, you know, it's a lot of it's like a lot of things that I've been able to you know to feel um, were really great things to do once once I was able to sort of dive in fully into Rooster Teeth. You know, it's you guys had such a great business and such a great foundation and so many great talented people. It was really like a kid in a candy store when I came over here because it was like okay now we can go do more content. We can hire people that fit our culture but can help us move faster. We can go do all these new things. We can create more content. You know it was um, you know all things that you know that that we were able to help empower and then you know it's continued to grow and um, you know I'm, I'm very proud of, of what we've all accomplished in the last several years and um, it's been nuts yeah it's been it's been pretty crazy it's yeah. uh, I, I think it's gone really well I can't believe it's already gonna be four years coming up later this year that uh, that that happened yeah you know the um, you know when you acquire companies it's really this weird thing where like that you know the process of acquiring a company is like you know you do this whole you know meet and greet and like a dating thing and you know you're like learning about the company and yep. they give you like a big pitch book and like Matt and Bernie were like you know constantly like giving us these all these slide presentations and the whole time in your head you're kind of like mm, you have to have this like skepticism you're like is is it really that good you know how like, can this go wrong you know I mean like is this as good as it gets is this is this what and in, with Rooster Teeth it's one of these companies where Every, you know, I think that it's better and better. You know, it's better than what I could have ever imagined. Maybe because you guys are like um, so genuine and like so like truthful in the, the way that you represented the business. We should have Ezra on that, the podcast more often. I know, right? Did, do, you um, is, do you think it's possible to sell a company without using PowerPoint? Let me think about that. <laughs> that's, that's like a Gavin or Google style um, question. I, hey, Ezra, let's find out. Let's go sell the company. Like, <laughs> like how good were these slides? Anybody have Disney's number? <laughs> Give them a call. They're buying a lot of companies. Yeah, it's like a PowerPoint. It's like the language of business. It's like, you know. Who's your could, favorite person to work with at Rishti? My favorite person? <laughs> I mean. I, 
It's like my, I've got three kids. It's always like, I, I always fuck with my wife every day. I'm like, you know, I really like Sammy the most. <laughs> you know, uh, you know uh, to be totally honest, like Matt is a genius. Like yeah. Matt is, you know, he's amazing. Um, he, he's a, um, you know, no, no offense to anyone on the stage and, and anyone at the company. We have a, a huge, incredibly talented team. But, um, if you had chosen anybody else, Matt would have just fired them. So yeah. it's all it's good. You save somebody their job. No, Matt, Matt is uh, he's he's like the I've worked with a lot of really smart people. He is like the top of like anyone I've ever worked with in my entire career. You've worked like, a ton of places too. Like yeah. you, you've been in online video as long as Rooster Teeth's been around, but probably longer, right? Yeah, I mean I've been I've been in the space for a long time, and um, you know it's a it's an it's been a natural progression to get here. Um, I, I found, uh, we were talking backstage, and I found an old interview that Ezra did over eight years ago. And uh, I said, you know, when we knew you were coming out on the podcast, I wanted to look up an old interview you had done and see how, what you felt about the answers. And you sat there, and you looked at my laptop, and you read it, and you went, yeah, that's all right. I would still, I would still answer that way. And it's amazing that you still, you know, after eight years, a long time, like you still have that same vision and that same focus. And what was that thing you tweeted about Ben Affleck? Yesterday, okay. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. But um, uh, one of the questions was they were asking like about long-term professional goals, and your answer was running a media company that changes the landscape in some way, and eventually taking that knowledge and power to do social good. And I feel like uh, we're yeah, I mean, I think they're like there. I think we're getting there. I mean, like I think we have we I mean we do some great stuff as a company. Like don't <laughs> get me wrong, I think that like um, you, you know, like um, but I think in the long term, like the impact that Rooster Teeth can have in people's lives is important. And, you know, we do, um, you know, Extra Life is an incredible thing that we do every single year. But I think in the long term, like, Rooster Teeth can have a way more profound impact on, like, culture and society. I mean, like, I'm speaking in very high-level terms, but, I mean, yeah, I think we can get there. I hope so. Yeah, Ezra, I think, was, like, the one guy where even when you're working with people on a day-to-day -day basis, working really closely, it's like Rooster Teeth is kind of a weird business, like especially the way we have like this ongoing two-way conversation, um, you know, with the community and the community's part of the company and the the company's part of the culture and part of the shows. It's kind of a hard thing to explain, even if people are seeing it in action. And that's just like the one guy I felt like who saw it the first time is like, I get what this is, you know, I get what this is, and I get where this is going. I get what you guys want to turn it into, and I want to, I want to be part of that and, and yeah, work on it with I mean, you guys. It's, it, it's so special. I mean, the you know now I'm still you know very attuned and connected to all the, the business exploits of like the, the companies that are above us. And every single day they're like, you know, we want to find more rooster teeth. Like we want to go acquire more rooster teeth. And it's like, good luck yeah. finding them. They're yeah. like, they're, they're so, they're so rare, right? It's not like, it's not like there's just like, you, there's all these rooster teeth hanging around that you can go find. And it's not because, um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, there's a whole story behind it, but it's such a rare, thing that what we have and so important and so cool that like we have um, this community that, that, and that we're connected to them and we create content you know um, that that we love that they want to watch and that you know there's this whole symbiotic relationship that is truly super super special and um, you know we're, we're just it, and I think we're only at the beginning of what it can ultimately become and that's that's what I love every single day is like pushing all the people in the company to like think bigger you know because it's like sometimes you you get in a cycle of like we can only do so much or we can only go so big and like you know how what, what can we do that's that's beyond what we think we can do every single day what are you excited about that's coming what's the big thing can you say it 
I mean, it's hard not to be excited about Genlock. Yeah, know, that's, yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I'm excited about Achievement, uh, Achievement Hunter. Did we announce that we're doing more, yeah. more of that? Yeah, okay, yeah. so more of that. If not, we did, we we did, did. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a symptomatic thing of, of you guys. Like, you constantly, like, almost announcing things. But um, No, we announce it by accident on the podcast yeah. all the we? time. We? <laughs> yeah, collective we. We're all in this together. You fucking leave me out to dry like that. Fuck y'all. <laughs> 500 podcasts. I, I saw someone... Uh, complaining, you know, we're doing this 500th podcast in uh, the Stateside Theater here in downtown Austin, and we got uh, a live audience. Hey, live audience. And <laughs> since, you know, we, we couldn't put the tickets up for free because then people from all over the world would just take them and then we'd end up with an empty theater. So we tried, we have to put a low dollar value on it. So we said, you know, we'll, we'll put tickets on for five bucks. And if you show up, we'll give you a drink ticket so you can get a free drink. That way it's not like a total ripoff. Or a slab of cake. No cake. And I saw someone you don't want it, in the comments me. for the, when we announced that complaining like, oh, typical Rooster Teeth cash grab. Do you know how much money it costs to put this on? <laughs> <laughs> we, this, we are definitely losing money right now. Worth like, it. I, I don't, Worth it. I don't, I don't, I like, it. It was weird to me to think like, there, I think the capacity in the theater is maybe 250, maybe 300 people. It costs a lot more than 1,500 bucks to rent the theater. Just to clarify, Gus can't afford a sugar baby at 7-Eleven. <laughs> so, he's not rolling in it from this. But, like, it, but like I, I read the comment and it's just like, I, I'm disappointed that someone would think that we would take like an easy cash grab like that. And I'm also disappointed they think that that is the low dollar amount it takes to make something profitable. What, five bones? Yeah, five bucks. That will be the first topic of the business podcast with Ezra and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's about you know, like giving back and you know, having a chance to, to chat in front of people. And I think it really gives the podcast a different energy. It's been good uh, sitting here and, uh, and listening to everyone laugh at all of my Did jokes. Did you guys ever think that you'd get to 500 podcasts? No. No. We'll hope that we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't, I, I, like, once never. we started, there was never a, we need to stop, or we need to take a break. I, I don't know why. I genuinely look forward to it every week. It's, Wh it's, it's crazy. When did we do the, the old, the, the time flip podcast? That was 350. 350. Was it 350? Because that seems like that was three a years. That was three ago. years ago. Yeah. And that was supposed to be for 300, right? But you guys just didn't do it in time? We, we, we thought about doing it for 300. We talked about doing we, it for 500. We missed it. Then we said, well, we should do it for 400. And I said, well, I don't want to wait till 400. That's so far in the future. Right. Let's do it for 350. That was one where we recorded a podcast and then sat on it for a year and then just aired a super old podcast on the old set. Yeah, it was like, from the Ralph Ablanado set, even though we were in stage five by then. Yeah. Yeah. So we well, talked about actually the week we moved out. Was it? We were yeah. packing up that week. Yeah, it was like before Michael got married to Lindsay. And so he like was on that podcast, but he had to put on a fake wedding ring. Because it, by that time, he would have been married already. Right. It was, it was actually interesting because we had a moment on the, on the pre-recorded one that was kind of historical, but we didn't know it. But Michael was smelling the dead mouse that was stuck in the speaker. And I referenced that on a future podcast. I was like, oh, Michael was kicking up a fuss about it. But I didn't realize that that was the one that we weren't going to put out for like 18 months. <laughs> yep. So it finally came out, and they're like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, the RT Life came out way before... Yeah. That podcast did. Yeah, but I think the only other show associated with Rushi that has that long between production and release is probably Slow Mo Guys, because there's some stuff you record that's... What's the longest you've gone between recording something and putting it out? 
Two and a half years, probably. Yeah, wow. Not yeah. intentionally. It's just like, oh, that was a cool video that I never put out, and I'll just go back for some stuff. You just have that thing where you know it's time to put that video out. Yeah, I think the, the biggest gap was for the trailer, we didn't even host the video. I shot a hard drive moving in slow motion. Yeah. But I thought, I was like looking at other stuff that was going viral at the time. It was probably two, two, two and a half years after I shot it. I was like, that would probably do well, but just because I don't think there's a lot of people who've seen it inside a hard drive. So I just uploaded it without, like, I'm not in it, Dan's not in it, I just put it up. It got like five million views. I was like, I can't believe I was sat on five million views on my hard drive. <laughs> it was just there the whole time. I was like, <laughs> what yeah, happened, probably the biggest what happened with Dan's uvula? Yeah, you're getting demonetized Look, a lot they now. They demonetized Dan's uvula. Wait, I mean, his uvula has been in every video so far, and they haven't kicked up a <laughs> it's fuss. It's obscene. And just to clarify, if you're not familiar with the term uvula, it's uh, cock and balls, is what yeah. that is. So, yeah, and Dan's cock and balls are in every video. <laughs> your, your hard drive video is at 11.5 million views now. Oh, is it 11? 11.5. Jesus. <laughs> so when I they, was just making trailer fodder. When they demonetize a video, even after like four or five years, that, effect, I mean, that affects you, right? I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it does. I mean, there's YouTube Red, which kind of... Um, it's more funny, really. Just something to point out, that they're just like shutting yeah. stuff off? It's more of a lol. But I mean, the, the thing is, there's nothing offensive about it. His uvula does look like a vagina in the thumbnail. True. And I deliberately shot it so that it was very questionable looking. What vaginas are you seeing? What well, I don't know. You it's the belly it. button ones. You scroll, yeah, the ones that are right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Barbara, very conveniently placed, though. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not a vagina. Well, Why is it demonetized? If, yeah, if you close your eyes and imagine hard enough, it could be. <laughs> Call me, Dan. Call it me. The, it was the intent. Yeah, it was the Rejection. intent. And the intent was there. They were right, but it's his mouth. So, Ez, I want to thank you for coming on. Who's going to RTX, Austin? Yes. Dude, that is going to be so much fun. We have such a great, we have so much stuff that's in the works. Like, so much stuff at the event, so much stuff in the, like, clubs surrounding the event at night and everything like that. Uh, as are you going to take part in Matt's panel this year? Will you be, I, sometimes I go and like moderate with I'm the audience. I'm going to be in the audience asking yeah. the tough questions. There you go. Yeah. Getting answers uh, finally, right? Yeah, no, it's, uh, there's so much cool stuff this year at RTX. I'm, I'm super excited. And, um, you know, the, ni the nighttime program is like nonstop. It's, uh, it's crazy. Like every, like there's three things every, like every night that I want to be doing. So it's going to be super cool and super yeah. fun. And, uh, yeah. And you'll, if you have any questions about the business or anything like that, and you're going to RTX, look for Ez. He's easy to spot. He'll be the big shaved head that's like two feet above everybody else. So, Ez, thanks for coming on, yeah, man. Thank, thank you, you so much. Ezra Cooperstein, everybody. Yeah, and if you are, uh, if you are going to RTX Austin, one of the panels I would definitely recommend if you're a hardcore Rishi fan and, or a creator, your creator yourself, hardcore. you should go to... Uh, Matt's Ask the CEO panel because that's always a great one. We have that at every single RTX. Matt, you doing it this year? You doing it? He's doing it. Matt, you're my favorite too, just so you know, so Ezra doesn't get in the way of our love. You're my favorite. I like you more than Bernie and Ezra combined. <laughs> yes. It finally worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, 500 podcasts. It's a lot of podcasts. It's a lot of podcasts. I, I, I'm surprised that I can sit down with you guys, very pleasantly surprised, that I can sit down with you guys pretty much every week and just have a conversation and just catch up with you guys. And it just feels like, you know, it, it never gets old to me. Well, the yeah. downside is that 
we have to withhold conversation throughout the week. It's like, there's things I want to tell you, and I'm like, no, I can't. I have to wait. Like, I couldn't, I didn't let you all know I didn't text you when the sugar baby thing happened. Like, yeah. I could have given you that rent. I was like, nope, I need to wait till Monday, and then we'll talk about it. My favorite yeah, is right I, before the podcast, when I be chatting, and it's like, nope, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast. Yeah, and I didn't week. let you guys know that I booked a massage and somehow managed to lose all of our Microsoft contracts <laughs> at one go. <laughs> or, or you gained a lot more. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about that. God, how embarrassing. No, but it's great. But Gus, just to let you in too, it's like we talk all week. You just don't talk to any of us. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I think that in addition to the Jeff and Barbara line of clothing, we should have a Gus line that's just stay at home comfortable clothes. Oh. It's just like pajamas and house slippers. Sweatpants. Right. Like, fuck you. I'm not going outside. I, do you know what? Do you know? I don't even know if I should say this. I pitched a whole line of clothing for you. Really? Yeah, I did. But it's all antisocial clothing. It's like bomb squad stand 500 feet back, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> or service dog do not pet. <laughs> or those hoodies that zip all the way up through the hood. I love those. Or just a big white hood. It <laughs> says dunce on it. It was like sleeping pods where you can isolate yourself from everybody else. I love it. You started an Instagram account recently. If you don't follow guys, Recently? You have an Instagram? Yeah. And it's G-Sarola. I've had no, it for like a Cirola. G Cirola. G Cirola. Some asshole took Cirola. That's what it? I get for showing up to a platform late. I hope it's <laughs> Esther. <laughs> no. You are like 10 years late to Instagram. I'm super we late all to Instagram. Are. I fought it forever. Barbara's like the only person who was smart enough to. I use... was still late. Still very late to the game. Yeah. I think I started mine back in November, maybe. So not, not quite a year. So super late. Gavin well, only had a picture of his knee for like the first four years. I had to ease myself in. <laughs> What Took you, the easy way in. This is art. What's that? You got like food, you got dogs, what have you got in there? Uh, mostly food and travel stuff. Like a picture of a plane wing through a window? No, he's got some nice porches of like <laughs> Gus on a rock at the beach. It was not a beach. It's it was on, it was on a mountain. In New Zealand, right? Yes. Well, a mountain's like the beach for air. <laughs> See, look at that. Look at that. Is that not a great photo? 500 podcasts, I finally become Gavin. <laughs> It's like the beach for air. <laughs> well, what's the regular beach like for what? It's the a beach ocean? for water. It, okay. it, yeah, it's a mountain for the water. Oh, it it's beautiful. So you've got the gas, you've got the solid, you've got the water, you've got the liquid. Yeah. What's a beach for a solid? Lava. It's a volcano. That's Damn. It's a good answer. Damn. Shut me down with that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I noticed on your, your Instagram account that you don't follow anybody except for Esther. I, I followed one more person yesterday. Well, who'd who? you follow? Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> That's what's so going on with her? What's that? What's going on with her? What's, what's the story there? I just think she's hilarious. All right. She's way funnier than you no, three. No, there's a, there's a, there's a, the, easy. There's a, uh, there's a thing going on. There's like a big hub, uh, like a drama. There's drama. Oh, she posted a photo of herself breastfeeding and people didn't like that. Really? Yeah. But did the milk, was it water first? <laughs> it, it's, it's always something. Who knows? It's, it's, a, it's a stupid world we live in. She's breastfeeding a baby, right? A baby <laughs> and a dog. Oh, it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't a dog, don't worry. <laughs> there was no sexual gratification going on with the, of the dog. I, I just want to know what the context is before I start defending her. That's ridiculous. That's like, you guys see the, uh, the U.S. pressured 
a bunch of different countries to abandon a UN resolution to just promote breastfeeding. I think it was World Health Organization. World but, Health Organization, yeah, was that what it was? Yeah. It's, what is, what's the logic there? The, lo the logic was they got paid by formula companies to, because the, the language of the bill restricted certain types of advertising for formula in favor of promoting breastfeeding. Oh, okay. So there was uh, some financial incentive there. Well, so the, and so the formula companies were saying they didn't want the restrictions on their advertising. Correct. What are the restrictions? I don't, I don't know. The Just don't advertise? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They should ban all advertising. That'd be great. I don't know. Well, thank our sponsors, <laughs> but yeah, we should ban all advertising. Yeah, I just, it's like one of those things when you read the headline, it just seems so atrocious. It's like well, also, like the, the, babies now. the measures that they were taking, you know, threatening sanctions against countries. And in the end, you know, Russia has to introduce the bill because the U.S. can't intimidate Russia. So, and then the, the resolution goes through with some modified language that the U.S. pushed for. Good Lord. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been playing, so I played Detroit. That's a great segue. Um, Towards the end, you're trying to get to Canada, and I watch Handmaid's Tale, where they're just constantly trying to get to Canada. It's the place to be. I mean, wh what would Canada do? You moved do? out of Canada. Shut up. Yeah, well, like, what... Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's always, apparently, in media, just, like, okay with the entirety of America just immigrating over there. It's probably because there's more people in California, in the state of California, there, than there are in the entire country of Canada. So we're a little sparse up there. Yeah, everyone's very close to the border. A lot right? of land, yeah. that means... Yeah. Get up there. Global warming, all that stuff will be habitable pretty soon. Yeah. So you're Go saying buy now for future investment. Buy some tundra. That's what I would do if I was you. Buy some tundra. How much is tundra? <laughs> about cheaper. About 350. Doesn't have any resources on it though. Using the civilization model, it doesn't what, have anything. Can't grow wheat. It, what makes it tundra? It's, it's not about cold, is it? Is it about cold? Because they would say like Arctic I think tundra. it's about cold. I think it's about a, like a level of permafrost. Yeah, gotta eat uh. blubber. That's a thing. What, we have really a geologist like is in the crowd. Was that a clap for blubber or permafrost? <laughs> permafrost. Confirmed. It, dude, this is the dude who jerked off the dog, I think. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Allegedly. This guy's got all the answers. I don't know. We'll, uh... We'll have, to, we'll have to buy some tundra. I would get an acre of tundra. So I'm gonna reveal something that I've never talked about in the podcast. How much tundra do you before. have? Because this is only coming up because of the context. Of tundra? <laughs> this is only coming up because of the context of the buying tundra and future benefit. So a few years ago, one of our special guests on the podcast, Joel Heyman, would come on on a regular basis. And he would talk about gold. And I would get in these long discussions with G Joel about gold. He said, well, when the economy collapses, God, gold is going to be all that's left. I go, but gold's just a metal. It has no value like in a post-apocalyptic society. It's just another thing that people say, this is valuable. And he goes, no, it's gold. It has value. It's like, no, it doesn't. Value is something that people assign to something. You can't eat gold if your family is starving. It's like gold is just a currency just like anything else. I think what I said was you can't eat it or fuck it, so it has no value. You could fuck <laughs> it if you tried hard enough. So. <laughs> just saying. So in Trading in sandwiches and pussy from now on. <laughs> in an effort to prove Joel wrong, uh, back all those years ago, I bought Bitcoin 
as a joke. And then I forgot that I bought Bitcoin for this joke until about last year. That's the best joke I've ever told in my life. I probably owe, owe Joel a lot of fucking money for that joke. There was a time where one Bitcoin was like $19,000. Yeah. Yep. 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 Did you get a handful? What's that? Can you tell us how many Bitcoins you I couldn't you fill Barber's Vag purse with it, but... <laughs> well, I guess I could now. I don't like, I don't, <laughs> don't like this joke. It's... I've never talked about that before because I don't like talking about like money stuff, yeah. but that is, that is fucking ridiculous. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll say how much. I'll, let me think about it. Well, did, did maybe you, maybe you in the post it? show we could talk about it. It's the reason why we can sell tickets for $5. I'll All just, right. I'll put it that way. So thanks, Joel, for coming on the podcast. And uh, that my, that's, uh, that's my I was right moment. <laughs> was right. buying Bitcoin because Joel was wrong. Well, let, let's get to wrapping this up. All right. So I want to thank everyone for watching. Thank our live studio audience. And we'll see you guys again next week back at our normal time at 5 p.m. for episode 501. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for 500.